and welcome back to Untucked Shorts, episode 49.5. I'm your host, Felix Vogel, and this is my podcastee, a.k.a. my dad, Mark Vogel. Hey, Felix. Hey, everybody. All you Untucked Shorts fans, this is a big day. We're recording approximately an hour and a half after the climactic Game 7 victory over the Sacramento Kings. Now, I could take credit both ways. I was talking with my friend and devoted podcast listener, JT, and he said, well, Felix, in episode 48, you predicted dubs in 6. In episode 49, you predicted dubs in 7. So, you know, I'll say I got this prediction right. Yeah, it's good. When you can put two answers down for the same question on a test, it's, it evens your odds. It, it, uh, yeah, and you called it game seven-game victory, but boy, we were nervous. The last 36 hours after that game six meltdown, um, it did not look like this was assured. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Before we even get to talking about anything, I just want to give props to the whole Sacramento Kings team. We, uh, well, Dub Nation is uh, pretty cocky. You know, we're pretty arrogant after winning four titles. And, you know, we didn't expect them to do what they did, forcing Game 7 at home. And I was so nervous for this. Um, as I said, uh, our franchise history could have been on the line in losing to the first round. But I'm just glad we won, and I have a sigh of relief. Stakes were high in this one. When we last podcasted, we were 0-2 down to the Kings, coming back home. Draymond was suspended, and we felt like the the dynasty was hanging in the balance. And I felt that way again going into today's game where we had the upper hand, a 3-2 advantage, and then we just didn't show up in game six. And the Kings really looked as if they were the heirs apparent and just played like they had nothing to lose. I mean, they won at at our home. At Chase. At Chase, game six. Everybody said that was going to be a dubs blowout. Like, you know, this is we were on a 3-0 run. By the way, I'd just like to mention Game 3, which we were ever so stressed out about. Draymond was suspended, but we powered through. That was, like, the most secured victory of all besides Game 7, in which we won by, what, 20 points? And, and you know, the, one of the turning points in the series was something you predicted in one of the previous episodes. You said we needed to get more interior scoring, dominate in the paint, and I think in Game 3 we had something like 60 points. Did we... Dominatus Sabonis. We did Dominatus Sabonis. We not only got into the bonus against the bonus, but we Dominatus against Demontis. Sabonis. That's a joke for all you um, Lithuanian or or Latvian um, fans out there. Is he Lithuanian? Let's see. Well, Well, to all our listeners in the Baltic states, we still love you. We hope you don't take this the wrong way. But uh, you had a, a, a visiting fan join us this afternoon, and the two of you set up a shrine in front of the TV. Oh, I think yeah. that helps. Thank you, Huli. We had um, warrior identical um, Warriors jackets hanging from each side with the curry and clay bobblehead. It was very um, equal on each side. It was like a math equation. There was a lot of good symmetry in front of the TV set today, and thanks, Huli, for coming over. and um, your uh, prop. So let's go straight to Game 7 today, Felix. That second half was monumental for a certain Warriors legacy. You want to give well, us some highlights? You know... I was just, like, turning to Huli and you, Dad, and I was like, I'm so lucky to be a dedicated Warriors fan when Curry's on the court. Because, you know, Clay's my favorite, and all, but, you know, Curry just blows everyone away. He scored 50 points. A record for uh, his personal record in the playoffs and a record for anybody ever in the NBA in a Game 7 of a seven-game series. It was just crazy. He was hitting shot Like, he took 30 six of our 80 attempts though so he was definitely shooting a ton 
But he was but can you blame the strategy? I mean, if you're the coach, if you're the team, feed that guy the ball. He was the only guy who really had it going. Clay was one for ten in the first half. Wiggins was something like two for seven. Pool, I don't want to get down on Pool. That's a separate episode. We're talking about good news today. Um, With the exception of Looney being a monster on the boards, it was really it was the Looney and Clay and Steph show. Now in this seven game series, I just like to mention Looney. I think he was actually the series MVP over Stephen Curry because though he delivered so greatly in Game Seven, Curry, um, Looney kind of held. He was like the new Mister Consistency. Three out of the seven games in this series, he averaged he got twenty or more rebounds. No players just, ever done that. There have been some amazing rebounders: Dennis Rodman, um, Carl Malone, Carl Malone, Moses Malone. Anybody I, else named Malone who's good at rebounding? Cologne. cologne people who wear cologne. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that's some good news. Some slight bad news. I just want to talk about Poole for maybe 30 seconds. Can okay. You, can you keep track of that? I'm going to be watching um, the clock here. You no, know, he injured his ankle in game one, and so that's bad, but that doesn't really um, forgive him for how he acted in the next six games. A lot of turnovers, scored like five points. He was really not someone who I would want to sign a 347 wow too much 147 million even a measly 130 million seems like a lot for if if that's what we're going to get but you know i don't mean to cut you off in the 30 second um pool critique but we're going to get there we've we're got another series coming up it's a new opportunity to towel off Get into the showers, come back out, and dive into a brand new pool for the second round Maybe series. Some new irrigation, switching to a different company, you know, all that stuff to get the pool back on track. That's true. Maybe Trust we, me, we, we know some, our pool woes. Oh, we've got some maintenance. We could talk about some maintenance. That's a separate podcast to talk about uh, okay. pool, pool care. Then after that, I just want to talk about Moody getting into the lineup. Yes. This is Moses just, Moody. I mean, so, he just has hustle, dude. Like... That's really all I have to say. Um, he can he dives on the floor. There was like a jump ball. He in is game getting six. after it. Yeah. You know, Mike Brown was. Um, uh, oh, I guess they mic'd up or something in Game Seven, so we got to hear a little bit mic'd of what mic'd up. Mike was he wearing cologne? Mic'd up. You know, we don't have a smell feature on our TV, so I can't say. Probably, maybe. Probably. No, 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 no judgment either way to all you cologne wearing fans. What? Why are you talking about this? Okay. My point is, Felix. <laughs> Um, that he was saying to his team in the second half that the Warriors were playing with more intensity like they wanted it more, and I feel like Moses Moody embodies that. Let's just move on to our spiciest play of the game because this series was full of absolute highlights and some lowlights, as we've talked about. You want me to tell you my spiciest play of the game this afternoon? Yeah. I'm going to have to say, even though Steph Curry had so many spicy plays, I thought the absolute spiciest you're looking at me like I'm taking yours? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You want to do that one? No, you take it. I'll find another one. Go. No? Well, I can... No, now, you Now can. we're rambling again. Okay, fine. All right. At the end of the third quarter, 1.5 seconds left, Clay Thompson, who has not been having a great game, hits a backbreaker three-pointer and is fouled, converting it into a four-point play and once again building the lead back up to 10 points headed to the fourth quarter. That, my friends, is the spiciest play of the game. That was the beginning of the end uh, of the downfall of the Sacramento Kings. A lot of down, beginning of end, downfall. Okay, uh, my spiciest play, moving away from that, is going to have to be Stephen Curry, who dropped 50, had full of highlights, and it's going to have to be he 
kind of like pivoted, drove in the lane, and then like got fouled and threw the ball up. And in annoyance, he just threw the ball up. But because he has the coordination in mind of Warnell, Stephen Curry, the ball landed in. So it was like a 10 foot like floater underhand finger roll slash foul just so many it was like a pot like a stew of good plays and luckiness you know we've been watching the mandalorian lately and i felt if ever there was a jedi like play a a grogu it's like inspired... the ball gravitated in yeah use the force he, grogu he... was just like sitting there like draymond on the bench is just like <laughs> you know moving his fingers around get that to drop in yeah word to anybody who is going to play the warriors uh, ever and especially in the playoffs um the force is on our side the force so is good luck with that guys amazing amazing okay should we take a break? Let's take a small break, and then coming out of the break, let's talk about some more broad predictions on not only the upcoming round against the Lakers, but maybe the whole season. See you after the break. Hello, hello. It's your favorite podcaster, Felix. Now let me let you in on a little secret. Whatever platform you listen to Untuck Shorts on, guess what? There are many other ways to listen. You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or our website. If you want to listen through our website, just go to untuckshorts.squarespace.com. And just a reminder, if you're not already following us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to do that. Now back to the show. Hello and welcome back to episode 49.5 of Untucked Shorts, breaking down the climactic finish to the first round series against the Sacramento Kings. And now we turn our attention to the second round where we will be playing our in-state rivals from down south, the Los Angeles Lakers. Felix, what can we expect in this upcoming series? Sorry, I'd just like to mention um, the reason why it's 49.5 is because we're not ready for the theatrics of 50 and what is to come. And so we feel like this needs to just be a regular podcast rather than some big 50. So that's why it's called 49.5. Turning it to me on the Lakers, well... Something. The first thing to note is that they upset the Grizzlies. They were the seven seed. The Grizzlies were the two seed, and you know, just huge upset. Uh, Austin Reeves really did well. So we will be having home court advantage, which is just monumental. Isn't that amazing? That the whole season we were barely above five hundred. Would we even make the playoffs? We got a low seed in the playoffs, and somehow we have home court advantage in the second round. Big time, big time. Well, I think uh, first two games are at home. We're going to be a little tired for the first one, but so will they. They only had two more days off than we did. Uh, I think we can take that first one at home. I think maybe a little less Curry, a little more second unit. I feel like um, some lesser players will see more minutes um, off of shifting on who's going to guard LeBron. I feel like we're going to see a little more cabbage. The cabbage will be spread, used in the stew of luckiness. Um, yeah, that's all I really In case some people forget, the cabbage is, in fact, our nickname for Jamichael Green. But longtime listeners, I'm sure, would not forget. I think you're exactly right. There's going to have to be a different matchup, a different lineup. These guys are big. Um, D'Angelo Russell, Dennis Schroeder, they've got some quick guards. Uh, I think we're going to see Jonathan Kaminga. We're going to need Kaminga. We're going to need Poole to break out of that first-round slump, shake it off. It's a new series. And, of course, we want our bigs and, and a healthy Wiggins to have a good series. But my question is, how are the Lakers going to defend Steph Curry? I mean, he's just got to be terrifying if they're watching today's game and seeing what he's capable of. Well, I think the Lakers, um, I think no one's going to be able to guard Steph. But I'm going to be honest, Wiggins is not going to guard LeBron. You know, like he'll try, but, you know, 
Steph's going to be Steph and Braun's going to be Braun. And I think what we have to highlight in this series is who's going to do better. Austin Reeves or Clay, Looney or Anthony Davis. You know, like second unit. And the thing to note about the Lakers is that they are not nearly as good from three as the previous Sacramento Kings. And Curry was asking the postgame live, like, upcoming predictions for them against L.A. And he's like, man, they're just, they just play different. So we're going to see a lot of new people, a lot of new style of play. But I think ultimately, I'm a Warriors fan, I think we can take this whole series um, because home court advantage plus they're a worse team Plus, you know. And do you, let me ask you, Felix, does the party stop there? If we make it through the second round and beat the Lakers, how far can this team go, given what we've seen them um, overcome and almost blow it against the Kings? But they, they persevere through that adversity. So oh, let me I ask say, you. Oh, sorry. I'll say actually Lakers in seven. I forgot to mention in what they would take it. But I think we take the Lakers in seven. Yet another seven, seven game series. Oof. Uh, so... I think moving away from that, as you said, who's going to take it all, you know, can we have, why we can go all the way, I think we can really, the Warriors can take this um, season, uh, because A, you know, it's been predicted by the Athletic, they said, first, most likely, Celtics, second, Bucks, Bucks have been eliminated, amazing, one to seat upset, crazy Jimmy Butler pop-off overtime, blah dee da and then the third most likely to win it all is the Warriors, and we're just we're just strong. We can shoot threes like no others. And I feel like for the Warriors, don't pin me to it because I'll be a future podcaster. But this feels like our last dance. It kind of like Curry is gonna be Curry next season too. He showed us that he's not getting old. But people around him, uh, salary extension stuff. I don't know. This is like our last dance, and we just need to go for it and take it. I, I'm tingling just hearing you say that because I felt that throughout the seven game series against the Kings, it had that feeling of just hanging on by a thread. Is this the last dance? So much, um, I think about the Wiseman decision, getting GP back because we that was a glue piece, even if it's not like a five or ten year kind of vision for the future. It did feel as if we were cash putting all the chips on the poker table here, putting them in the center, trying to go for it. So. We got we got through round one, and that was a lot scarier than I think we thought it was going to be two weeks ago when the season started, or when the series started. So I agree with you. Until somebody dethrones us, we're the champs. Our backs were against the wall, and Curry responded. The team did enough to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who else, who should we be afraid of in the West? There are good teams out there. The Nuggets are good. Durant and Booker are looking really good. I'm not saying they're not good teams out there, and I'm certainly not taking the Lakers for granted. But I agree with you that well, um, why I not us? Looking further down the road in the Western Conference, um, I'd be scared because we just came off a seven-game series and we're tired and we're going to play the Lakers. And if we, if the Lakers series goes to seven and we win, we're going to be so exhausted. And then let's say the and we'll play the winners of the Nuggets versus the Suns, right? And if the Nuggets win that series. We just came off another seven-game series, high altitude, so tired. Uh, look, I of. think you know the lesson from movies like the or series like The Last Dance, and we watched some documentaries about Magic Johnson recently. Repeating as champs is so hard. It's like climbing Everest twice in a row. It for us, it'd be twice in a row, twice in a row. Exactly. We so of once. course, I I almost think it's it, like the series had to go to seven games. It needed that drama. And my only response to this question about exhaustion and fatigue is that 
Look, Steph Curry played so many minutes in this series. Um, you just saw what I just saw in the second half of Game 7 of the series. Did that guy look like he was running on fumes? Did he look like he was running out of energy? He was unbelievable. So, again, I think um, the sky's the limit for this team. We're feeling so good about our Warriors. The regular season seems like it was years ago. Totally. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Mode. We are fully in playoff mode. I mean, that's our highlight. Um, well, of course, I'm going to have the Warriors winning it all, but that's what we really have to say on Untucked Sports episode 49.5, and we'll see you for the real episode 50 coming up soon. We will see you next time on Untucked, Untucked Shorts. Shorts.